I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Live from New York, it's the show that paid $25 for a cheesesteak only to have the Phillies lose. It's first things first. On today's show, the Eagles stay undefeated. Why Jalen Hurts is currently the MVP of the NFL. Meanwhile, Rams Bucks on Sunday, both trying their best to stay afloat, are the Rams and the Bucks done with a loss. A little combo platter there. And finally, ooh, it's the hottest segment in all sports television. Also, the only one with sirens. Upset alert coming up in one hour. I'm Kevin Wilds alongside Chris Broussard. Nick, yeah. you don't like to do upset alerts, but do you have anything brewing as a little compliment or Nick's picks? What do well, you got? Well, Nick's picks coming off a 3 and a week right after upset alert. But don't tell America I don't like to do upset alerts. You went to the bosses and said, can you please kick Nick out of Upset Alert? Sure. I want to have it as my own thing. My and thing. so he's trying to get you next, bro. Just so you know, he's trying to get it, you it next. It's definitely gone to his head. Oh, there's no question. But we start in Brooklyn. Kyrie's suspension and apology. Nets released a statement suspending Kyrie for a minimum of five games for conduct detrimental to the team. Kyrie followed up shortly thereafter with an apology on his IG reading. To all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain, and I apologize. Here's Sean Marks today. There's going to be some remedial steps and measures that have been put in place for him to obviously seek some counseling, you know, designated by the team from from, uh, dealing with some anti-hate and some Jewish leaders uh, within our community. You know, he's going to have to sit down with them. He's going to have to sit down with the organization after this. And, and uh, we'll evaluate and, uh, and see if this is, this is the right opportunity to bring him back. Was there any consideration of waiving or releasing No, not at this point. Okay, brew your reaction. Well, look, I, obviously I'm happy that Kyrie apologized, and I'm surprised. I woke up this morning pleasantly surprised because last night I spoke to someone close to Kyrie that's known him for years. And they said Kyrie, as we all know, is stubborn. And a lot of times, even if he knows he's wrong or sorry, he will just not give you the pleasure of hearing him say it. Uh, and, and they said it could, that it's reminding them of the vaccination situation mm-hmm. where the more people push back against him, the more dug in he became just out of stubbornness. And they thought this was leaning that way or trending that way. So I went to bed last night thinking Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's career might be over. And I woke up and saw that he had apologized. I read it on Instagram. And I was glad that he did it. And uh, hopefully now 
He'll go through whatever meetings and sessions that he has to go through. He's still going to have a press conference and actually several press conferences where he's going to have to handle himself well because this is going to go on for once he comes back and talks to the media, it's going to be several days, if not weeks, of dealing with these questions. He's going to have to handle himself well, but I hope he's back playing after the five-game well, suspension. All right, you're way more optimistic than I am. Wow. Way more. Well, the, the way that it went was he posted the anti-Semitic posts or the promoted them. Then he had a chance to clarify them with Nick Friedle and the you know, a press conference. That didn't work. Then he had another chance. That didn't work. Then he got suspended. And then all of a sudden, oh, here's my IG post apologizing. Now, it wasn't, I'm going to have a press conference tomorrow. I'm going to take questions like Draymond did, for example. Right. You're going to hear it from me directly. I'm going to put something up on IG in the middle of the night so that you didn't even see it until you woke up. Which I think, by the way, real quick, might have been okay if today he had the press conference. Sure. If it was like, you know what, I, I want to get this up at this point as soon as possible. I'll talk to you tomorrow more in full. But that didn't happen. Yeah. So I think that the Brooklyn Nets need to cut Kyrie. Really? Well, here's why. And I went back and I read Sean Marks' introductory press conference. This is when he was in the Prokhorov era, when he was hired. And the whole idea of Sean Marks being hired, remember, it was like, Spurs of the Northeast, perfect organization, <laughs> Spurs of the Northeast. Here's what he said. Here's what he said, 2016. I think you look for players that are going to fit within your culture. You can bring in a star player, but if he doesn't fit with the vision, with where you're going, that can derail a system as well. Has that happened? Uh, no. Uh, no. It, I, it sure seems like it's been derailed. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to be true to the vision that you had when you were hired for the job, then Kyrie should basically well, be cut from the team. You could have said that about Kyrie. Well, right. Years there were a lot of times. If he was going to and it's not going to stop. If there, we get through this, there's going to well, be another so one. That, so that you've kind of led me to both of my points here. Mm-hmm. We all agree Kyrie's going to have to have a press conference at right. some point. Yeah. And Sean Marks there also said he's going to have to have counseling. I, in my experience, folks that are you know hesitant to apologize when it's the easiest thing to do are also quite hesitant to being forced into counseling that they don't think they need. So we'll see if that happens. But in that IG post, we couldn't show you the entire thing. One of the things he wrote was there were things in that documentary I agreed with and disagreed with, and I made a mistake by not explaining that right. at my previous press conference. Well, Nick Friedel or whomever is going to ask. And the question for the Brooklyn Nets is, do you trust Kyrie Irving while representing you to answer those questions? Does Kyrie, is Kyrie Irving right now ready to answer those questions? Talking about what in that documentary he agreed with, and what he disagreed with. And the other conversation the Nets must have, which is why I do think it is absolutely on the board, he's played his, game, his final game at the very least with the Nets, potentially in the NBA, but certainly with the Nets. I think it's on the board. Certainly. Is, no, I think it's certainly okay. on the okay. board. Right. Is Kyrie has had three different, each season that he's played since Durant's been healthy, the last three years, three different reasons that he has missed time that are so unique to Kyrie. And they are so haphazard. There is no common thread. So two years ago, Kyrie goes on an unannounced leave of absence. And we find out it's because he was so traumatized by what happened at the United States Capitol on January 6th. Okay. So it's like deep 
political anger you missed time. Right. The next year, it was, I'm going to be a voice for the voiceless, despite not really explaining it, because I am opposed to vaccine mandates. Okay. So, like, that's, I mean, that's unique, but it's also not really connected to the first thing. And now this year, it's like, I'm going to dabble unintentionally or otherwise in anti-Semitic musings or promotion. How on earth can you predict what's next? How can you say we trust you now to not the next thing that so should they just cut him now? I don't know how you can run a serious franchise right now with Kyrie Irving being a part of it. Here's the thing. They can't. So Nick Ferdell talked to Sean Marks at the end of that, said, hey, do you have any update on the coach? And he's like, no, we, we haven't gotten around to that. And Woj reported earlier, like, that's been stalled. Oh, yeah. They literally, Brew, can't run the franchise because they're dealing with Kyrie Irving. So Jacques Vaughn is just the coach right. because they haven't gotten around to it. The franchises can't function. Well, here's the thing with Kyrie, and he, obviously he's going to have another press conference. He's got time to prepare, and they've got time to prepare him. He's not going to have that. Pre- he's not playing for at least five games, right? He's going – that press conference I don't think is going to happen until he's close to being Ooh, When you said they have time to, to prepare him, it was reported today uh, – not it was reported. Right. Sean Mark said it. Meeting was that him. he was like, yeah, I mean, we've talked to them a little bit. You know, that clearly – Not as much as he wanted Not as much to. they would right. want to. Clearly he had time between the post-game press conference where he was very standoffish the first time he talked about this and when he met in the scrum a few days later mm-hmm. with Nick Fredell there. It's not going to be – here's the thing. Kyrie Irving has shown twice that when you threaten his bag, his money, or you threaten his career, he'll straighten up, right? Remember, you didn't think think that he was going to accept just coming back and playing on the one year, the last year of his deal. He didn't want to do that. But that wasn't straightening up. You think he is straightening up? Not straightening up, but accepting it. All right. Okay, when yeah. they like nobody thought he would like it's untenable, it's unimaginable that Kyrie will accept playing on out this last year. But that's year because he had no other options. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Does he have any other options now? No, but the Nets do. The Nets can just get what, rid of But him. he doesn't. All yeah. right. And 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 yes, last night, why did he issue that apology? I agree with you. Is he I don't look, I think he's sincere in that he's not anti Semitic. I never thought he was anti Semitic. I agree. But I don't think the apology is sincere because we know it only came or I, like he didn't want to apologize. Let's put it that way. He, so that's not sincere. OK, but he did it because he knew my career is in jeopardy. And this is an unpaid suspension, right? Mm-hmm. Without pay. My money is in jeopardy. That tells me that it's within him to do the right thing. If his money or guess, his career I, I is think, in jeopardy. I, I understand what you're now, saying. Now, you're right. He might I not. I guess my point is, is that, and I think Wilds agrees with me here, even if he handles the next step of this perfectly, hires a crisis management firm quietly, talks about it, sincerely does meet with the communities right. that he needs to meet with, actually learns, comes out of this on the other side, and we all universally say, wow. He did learn. We all learned. There's this, you know what, we're going to find a silver lining into it. If you're the Nets, you have to be counting down the days to the next thing. Like, that's why I don't think it's tenable, is because I do this. If you're any team. Yes. 
Which is why, like you said yesterday, it was on the board. His career could be over after this year. If the Nets cut him, yeah, if the Nets cut him and they, I, I, I think it's all on the board. And I think trusting Kyrie to all of a sudden, you know what I mean? That this is going to be the moment. And, and now, and go ahead, Wilds. So we, we have some sound from Kevin Durant followed up by a tweet from Kevin Durant. Take a listen. I ain't here to judge nobody or talk down on nobody for how they feel or their people or anything. Just, I just didn't like anything that went on. I, I felt like it was all necessary. I felt like we could have just kept playing basketball and kept quiet as an organization. Um, you know, I, I just don't like none of it. So almost immediately after that, Kevin Durant took to Twitter to say, I just want to clarify the statements I made at shoot-around. I see some people are confused. I don't condone hate speech or anti-Semitism. I'm about spreading love always. Our game unites people, and I want to make sure that it's at the forefront. Nick? Yeah, I mean, this is why it's so exhausting to be in business with Kyrie. Kevin, listen, KD just wants to hoop. Mm -hmm. And KD, though, now is being asked, Tricky questions where it's like there is, you know, the, the moral righteous thing. There's what my organization, my employer is doing. There's what my good friend did. And he's trying to walk the tightrope. And I think what he, the reason he sent that tweet is the comment that people seized on, I think rightfully, is him saying, I wish the organization didn't do anything. I wish we could have just kept a basketball. Because a lot of people read that as minimizing right. the impact and the hurt of what Kyrie did. But Kevin Durant where I will cut him a break here is he is what is Kevin Durant trying to do play basketball and be left alone it seems now all of a sudden he has to answer for what Kyrie said how the organization handled it it is just it it's draining so I'm not going to kill KD KD has a long track record of while he'll bite back at you on Twitter he has his heart is in the right place on nearly everything I've seen. And he's got a long track record also of not having super controversial opinions on life. And so I think he just had a misstatement. But I also think why it's so exhausting for his teammates and his team to be in the Kyrie Irving business. Look, but uh, KD signed up for this. And we're not going to go talk about how he made a huge mistake leaving Steph Curry and the Warriors to team up with his good friend Kyrie. When I was listening to that statement from KD on my way into the studio, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I know he had to include Kyrie within that term, the organization. Like, please, KD, you were including yourself, all the players, and Kyrie within the organization. That you weren't just talking about Sean Marks and Joe Sy and guys like that. So, and obviously, people didn't take it that way. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. He came out and clarified it. I agree with you. I don't think KD meant to miss steps. But look, we've seen for four years that Kyrie Irving is the stronger personality. And KD follows, whether follows him or is not going to speak out against him. He's had many opportunities to do so. Not, it's your friend, so I get it. But you still can come out and say, yeah, I I wish he'd get vaccinated. So we can go ahead and try to chase his championship. Or I wish he wouldn't have said this or that. Like, so I didn't expect Kevin Durant to come out and say anything strong about Kyrie. But I think he misspoke and obviously clarified it and wants to move on. Okay. We'll be back with uh, Eagles-Texans uh, after the break. First things first. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Well, welcome back to the show. World Series Game 5 last night. Verlander got it done. Phillies flirted with a comeback. Never happened. Series headed back to Houston Brew. Our Cabs Phillies done. Cab works on the show. He went to the game. Saw him lose. Cab, it's over, my man. <laughs> I told you yesterday that the Astros were winning and they were going to win this series, and that's what's going to happen. Justin Verlander, shout out to him, gets his yes. first World Series win. Look, gave up a homer to his first battery face, and then in the second inning, he's got a bases loaded jam he gets out of. Credit to him. He had to be terrified at that and There's point. the play of the World Series Great so far, play. that catch against the wall. This thing's going seven. Woo. Phillies winning in game six. I'm not saying Brew's wrong about the Astros winning at all, but this thing's go going seven. I hope so. Brew, quick Jordan question. Pena's shrug. Do you like it? He's kind of turned this into his thing. I've, I've started to like it. I'm rooting for the Phillies, but I'm like, oh, I like it. You think he's stolen it from Jordan? Well, there's no doubt about it's that. A, it's yeah, so a, Jordan's, Jordan's it's the flattery. first guy to shrug He's imitating. Now. Oh, add it to the resume. He's imitating the first guy to shrug. That's my Jordan move. Oh, okay. whose move is it? Okay. I love it. That's a Eisenhower salute. Eisenhower hit the shrug. That is a That's salute Jordan's to the move. GOAT. That's a salute to the GOAT. That's what it Woodrow is. Woodrow Wilson, maybe. <laughs> We're moving on to the other Houston Philly matchup. This time on the gridiron. This one went in favor of the Eagles. Was a weird first half, as many smart football people were predicting. Here's Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I know it's special for the, right. for, the, for the city of Philadelphia, you know, and I mean, I've, I've been 80 no before and, and lost the national championship, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just take it day by day, you know what I'm saying? Take it day by day. Uh, we, we haven't accomplished anything yet, you know, and. It's, just a, it's a day-by-day thing of us controlling things we can, playing to our standard, and um, trying to grow every day. I think that's truly what it's about. This dude is locked in. Gerald McCoy is like back. It. Welcome, Gerald. Hey, thanks for uh, having We're going to start with Nick, though. Mm-hmm. Should Jalen be the MVP fave since Ooh. he is undefeated? No. no, no it's too, is. Let me, listen, you're the big Jalen Hurts <laughs> MVP guy. Yeah. I'll tell the audience. You got two a second? He's, in, he's undefeated, too. In fact, his value's really been shown because when he hasn't been there, they've been terrible and they've lost. That's a great point. I do not. No, okay. Just how, I'm, I'm <laughs> a standings guy. Okay, can we, can we please restore some sanity and some value to the MVP conversation? Oh, my gosh. I under, listen, if we want to make it a quarterback-only award, then let's give it to one of the three guys who's played the position the best this year, which would be Allen, Mahomes, and Geno. 
who have all played the position. Yes. You would absolutely. have Geno over Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I would. What are we talking about? I would. Okay, okay. I, I think okay. what he's doing is, by the way, I think he's been more. He's gone off they, the rails. No. Well, okay. And the first two, I'm fine with. The, Gino? Yeah. I mean, like over Jalen? I don't think Gino is a better player. I think if we are asking who has contributed the most to winning and played the position at a level, at a, the highest level, Gino would be third in the league this year at, on a team that people thought was going to be the number one pick. But I also think if we're going to really make the MVP a good award again, also Micah Parsons and Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry all should be ahead of. Jalen Hurts in the standings. Jalen, those six guys have been the six most impactful players in the league this year. Jalen's been very, very good for an excellent team. But if it's just going to go to quarterback on the best team, then change the award. If it's just going to be what team has the best record, who's their quarterback, that to me removes the true value from the award. That's nothing against the level that Jalen has wow. played, but if it was a five-person ballot, I wouldn't have him on it oh, right Oh, come now. on. Go. Okay. Come on. Tell me. I agree to a certain extent, not to the extent of the people you have ahead of Jalen, uh-huh. but when you think about MVP, uh, first thing people think about is numbers. Sure. Like stats. And my top three guys are Allen Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Everything's pretty close. Touchdowns, percentages, right. all of that. So what comes next? Record. Yeah, that's right? what I would say. Okay, wait, just hold on. Well done. Now, Philly undefeated, correct? Yeah, yeah. they haven't lost. I looked it up. And the Chiefs? Chiefs have two losses. Two losses. And the Bills have and one. And the Bills have one. Yeah. Okay. So that's, eh, you know. Now you have to look at the significance of the wins. Mm. Philly has one significant win. It's versus the Cowboys, With and Cooper they were at Rush. home. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, they went to Indy, mm-hmm. and of all things, lost. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't great. Yes. But Buffalo so you went can't to see Kansas that City. Significant wins is what you're saying. They're Not – okay. I mean, they have significant wins, but they also have, have a, bad a horrible loss. loss. They have a bad okay. loss. Okay. The one loss Buffalo has is versus Miami, who, as constructed right now, is a playoff team. Yeah. But they have two significant wins. They went and beat Kansas City in beat, Kansas City. And they beat Baltimore. And they went to Baltimore yeah. and beat Baltimore. Who's leading the charge? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. He's 90% of that offense. Right. Without him, they don't have a run game. I'm he is the so run game. I'm with Josh. I'm, fine I'm with going okay. with Josh Allen. Okay, Bro, go he ahead. is that, the MVP front that, runner. That, 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 is, that is a it's obvious. Oklahoma treason. What you just told <laughs> that, 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 that was that, that hey, listen, hurt me. I, I love Jalen. It doesn't sound like it. He you know what? Sooner. It that doesn't sound but like it. Sounds like you like Josh real. Allen. Sounds like you went to Wyoming. I'm uh, being real. Here's why. I'm a simple guy. I'm a simple guy. This guy's undefeated. You got your guy has a loss and played bad against the Colts. Your guy has a loss, played bad against the Packers. The numbers are the same. Ah, 255 passing yards. Eh, it doesn't doesn't jump off the screen. He also has only two interceptions, so he's taking care of the ball. Yeah. He also has these rushing t- touchdown leaders: Nick Chubb, Jamal Williams, Derrick Henry, Jalen Hurts. So he's doing a little bit of everything, and the team is undefeated. 
To me, it's well, who impacts winning and who hasn't lost. Until you so, lose, you're the MVP. So if the Vikings, There's no argument So in it. week two, when it was Vikings-Eagles, if, the, if that game had been reversed, the Vikings had won it, Kirk yes. Cousins, your MVP. Yes, if you're undefeated, that's it has so to matter. Silly. The records have to matter. If you're silly. undefeated, that's so if you haven't silly. won. Can I, can can I, can I, I no, 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 I'm going to, no. I'm, can no, I bring, No, please. I have to stand up. The games matter. If the team, if the guy is That's winning all stat. the games, the guy is winning. Okay, let, let, so let me bring some sanity. Here. Go. All right. Please support me, Because you bro. got Geno Smith in the hunt. How and you got be? Kirk Cousins if they would have beat Philadelphia. So stop it. It is not a team award. All right. Thank so you. I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Nick. However, I, my pick preseason was Jalen or uh, Josh, Josh Allen, yep. and I right now I don't think he's ahead, but I I feel confident that he can win this award. Nick, here's the thing, and this is why I lean I'm leaning with oh, Wild as far at this moment. Jalen Hurts, you belittled what Jalen Hurts is doing. I, I'm not Jalen Hurts is the unqualified leader, undisputed leader of that team. All right, he's got all the intangibles. And, yes, he's only got 12 passing touchdowns, but he's got six, six rushing. rushing touchdowns. I'm not belittling He's got it. fewer turnovers than Mahomes and no. Allen. He's got a higher passer completion no, rate. None of it that is Mahomes why you guys say he's the MVP. It's he's only got, because he, they're undefeated. If they were – No, but, but here's the thing. Mahomes has a bad loss to yes, Indianapolis, which he didn't play that well. Mahomes has a bad turnover yeah. at the end of the Buffalo yeah, game. You're to arguing keep you against the point I didn't make. No, I, I'm I arguing, period. It's not just your point. I'm just saying, period. This is how you differentiate. Mahomes has those bad Guys. moments. Allen had the moment in the game against the Packers and a loss. And Hurts has no He had a like, moment bad, and a win? Oh, the, he had a bad moment in a win. Well, they, the, he threw two interceptions okay, but he in the also, second half. Allen also had a bad moment in the in the loss against Miami, lose. the end of the Hurts, first half, in the second half. Give me a bad Hurts game. No, the, but, like but, a bad I understand moment. that, but the reason that – the, the only reason – he has very good but not MVP stats. We all agree with that. It is only because they're undefeated. Yeah. And what I am here telling you is, with a defense and as good as the Eagles, an offensive line as good as the Eagles, and a quarterback's against resume of golf – Cousins, Wentz, the principal was promised, Kyler, Cooper, Kenny Pickett, and Davis Mills. There, are, You don't think Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes would likely be undefeated against those guys? And the fact that everyone Mahomes just – Mahomes lost to Matt Ryan. Th- I understand So that. who the, they're beating doesn't matter anymore? Of course he, he can't make the schedule. He can't he, – No, but we can – He can't make the schedule. But we can look at it there. when it comes to who wins league MVP. And we've all – it seems like the whole media has just, igni- just decided that if you're not a quarterback, you're ineligible. Well, I'm, I'm Because nobody – Micah Parsons and Tyree <laughs> Kill are playing their individual positions fair. as well as anybody yeah, has. And Derrick Henry is carrying a terrible – offense to five straight wins. They all should be in consideration, but you guys are trying to turn MVP into best team. No, I'm not. Look, I'm with you on I propose, I've proposed this now for the last year. They should make a quarterback award like a like the Cy Young Award. Sure. Because it you're right. It shouldn't just be, oh, who's the best quarterback? It should be the best player, period. So have an MVP award for everyone else and a Call it the Peyton Manning Award, whatever you want to, for the quarterback. Yeah, Jalen Hurts Award. (laughs) (laughs) You like that idea. Yeah, Cav, I I did. But you got this Philly there. And the soft pretzels we had. Hey, coming up next. We had soft pretzels. I didn't for lunch. expect so much hate for Gino. Everyone thought that shot. What are you talking about? You think that's that kind of discount? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Moving on to the battle of the Super Bowl champions. We've only won six games combined this year. Rams Bucks Sunday afternoon. Here we go. Now, Nick Oddly Brew has turned into a Tom Brady fan. No, not a fan. Are you not a fan? I just, I I see the writing on the wall. Would you write off Brady and the Bucks if they lose this game, Tom Brady fan? If they lose this game, yes, but they're not going to. Really? Yeah, they have no reason to lose this game. Losing this game would be an embarrassment. Would be a total embarrassment. They're They're only playing the defending Super Bowl champ. I get it. They've been struggling. The Rams stink. They're not going to (laughs) lose. They're not going to lose. Gerald and I didn't even talk about this. They're not going to lose. Wait. It's not possible. They're they're not going to lose. I I don't think the Rams can block them at all. I I tend to agree, but it's possible. Y'all acting like it's not possible. No, it would be shocking. It it would be. It would be utterly shocking. The Rams have one guy. One, and the game and he's banged is up. built off the run game. They don't have one. The Bucks have been struggling stopping the run, but the Rams don't have a run game. Run the ball, they lost play action to boots. Carolina. I'm just saying, like they lost to the Carolina Panthers Thank and PJ Walker. Yeah, I'm just saying, like y'all act like there's no chance that the Rams, defending Super Bowl champs, I might add, beat them. I don't think they do. But I just think you guys are I don't, over the I didn't top. say there's not a chance. It's the NFL. There's a chance. You just said the Bucks lost to Carolina. There's a chance that anybody uh, And the Chiefs lose. lost to Indianapolis. I, Anything can happen, but it's not going to happen. I'm, you, I know what? You. you know what? <laughs> there was a Bucks legend that called out one player, but really the defense this week. Yeah. I've talked to guys inside the building. They are motivated. Trust me. Oh, okay. Trust me. Interesting. I, look, I'm with Trust you because I, I agree with y'all that Tampa's going to win. I just think you went a little too far. But go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, it, right now what everyone's belief with the Bucks is they're not good, but the division's so bad they're going to be fine. Yeah. Right? That's basically the math everyone's doing with Tampa. If they lose this game, then we have no reason to believe, even in a bad division, that they are the best of them. If they lose this game, then there is no reason to believe they are better than the Atlanta Falcons. Hell, I think the Saints are a total mess. If they lose this game, you could say what makes you say they are markedly better than the Saints. On the flip side to that, when they win this game and win it resoundingly, what you are going to see is, oh, next week they're in Germany. Again, by the way, how the NFL made Seattle go to Germany is halfway around the world. Like, Seattle, I don't know if they're going to go over the North Pole, I think, to get there. Like, it seems like the longest road trip in NFL history Seattle's <laughs> got to go through. The week after that, they have another soft game before they play New Orleans again. What I think is more likely is that this is the first of a three-game winning streak for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers leading into that matchup against New Orleans. Joe, can I dig in on what you're saying about the Warren Sapp, Devin mm-hmm. White thing? Absolutely. Uh, I know that it's supposed to be a confidence builder. Yes. But what does that mean exactly? Like, now they're going to try? Because, I mean, Warren Sapp called them out, and now it's well like, done. all right, now we're well going to try. You call me out on Twitter. I'm going to start trying on defense. Okay, so there's a thing in Bucks Nation where if a legend speaks up, it's law. 
Oh, I like this. <laughs> it just is. I didn't know that. And Sap is one of those guys where the fans will say, well, Sap said this, yep. so that means it's this. It's not true, okay? But the guys in the building are going to say, okay, if this is how they feel, you call me out, bet we'll handle it. Because what have they been hearing? Defense can't stop the run. They're not the same. They're not this. They're not that. Now they have a legend who it's okay to call them out, mm -hmm. but there's a way to go about it. What are you supposed to do? You can be in the building and perhaps pull these guys to the side and talk to them, not put it all online and call them out and tell people you would take the C from them that like a lot. and all this stuff. It's just doing too much. It like a lot. It's doing too much. There's a way, proper etiquette and ways to motivate guys, especially as a but legend. But you saying and it's working, though. Yeah. It's going to work the way he did it, right? Because, they, because it was disrespectful. Okay. And it's like, all right, okay, I'll show you. All right. That's but, what it's about. But it's going to work. I just, I, look, I'm with you on Tampa winning, but I'm saying even if they lose, Nick, I, you said it. The division is no. bad. No. Uh -huh. it's just the hold, but they've already, they're, they're two and one in the division, right? Carolina's also two and one, but they're clearly not winning it. I'm just saying they all they have to do is have the best record in that weak division and be right there with Atlanta. Bruce. And here's look at the I, I'm gonna pull a Nick because Nick's big on the schedule. You mentioned some of it, yeah. but not all of it. Look at this schedule. I love the schedule. Of yeah. all, Seattle, Cleveland, New Orleans, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta. Yeah. The one scary team on there is who? San Francisco. And Cincinnati. And maybe and, yes. they could lose. Don't get me wrong. They could beat Tampa, but the one like scary mm. team is San Francisco. That's here's the, the only elite team here's, going listen, there in San Francisco. Here's the point that I'm making. We are saying th that the Cardinals and the Falcons and the Saints and the Browns are not scary. Why? Because they all have four or fewer wins. If the Bucks lose this game, they're three and six. Thank but you. they got Tom Brady. Bro, uh, here, can I show you? I know. And listen, I think the Bucks are gonna go on a run here. So I'm gonna so, go ahead. You're like a Tom Brady fan now. No, I'm not. I'm I'm like, just, he's a realist. I see he's the right. Realist. Okay, here's the thing. Is I, I have your played the Tom Brady card for the history of the yeah, show. It's you, Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady, Morgan Tom Brady can do it. So now, cards. it was a weird decision. <laughs> I said, let's go back to history. Teams that are three and six, there's been 148 teams to start three and six. Here's how they've done. 10 of them have finished above 500. Five of 148 made yeah. the playoffs in one 1-1 one, one playoff game. This is as close okay. to a must okay. win as possible. But there, there are 17 games I'm now, just, and there are seven teams that make the playoffs so of, in these of, of the person who's 45 years old still playing, Tell you don't think right. that he, of all people, Great might be point. the person that those no, numbers don't matter? How many 45-year-old no. starting quarterbacks have <laughs> It is what it is. Uh -uh. You got to know right. Did you, did you, did you but, do but, a graphic on that? Hold on, but they're not going to be 3-6, and six, and I know this is a Tampa Bay conversation. I think the conversation on Monday is going to be that the Rams need them picks. That the Rams are like, oh, boy. <laughs> we stink, yeah. and we don't have much of a path forward. And now, listen, you put it all on the credit card and you got your Super Bowl, but if the Bucks, who are not a great team, beat them up, the Rams have the number 32 offense in football on a per-play basis, and Cooper Cup either isn't playing or is going to be banged up in it. I think this is a tough, tough matchup for the Rams. Oh, McVay was a genius. What's going on there? Oh, my God, you're so mad. For your mediocre offensive line. I tell you what, this season go the way it's going, McVay can be sitting right over here with us.
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, you are 14 minutes away from the hottest segment in all sports television. Also the only one with a siren. It's Upset Alert coming up next. It's every Friday. Tune in every Friday, Nick. Tell your family and friends. Fast break time. We do two stories in one segment. Warriors lose to the once again frisky magic. Champs now 3-6 and six despite Draymond dunking. Draymond says motivation isn't the issue. Take a listen. As someone who's at times struggled uh, with motivation against certain teams uh, at certain parts of the season, I don't think it's motivation. Um, I mean, I'll be totally honest with you if I thought it was. I, I don't think motivation is the problem at all. Mm. Okay. That's actually pretty good. That's from the shop when he said he couldn't nice get up to play. Was motivated. Yeah, he's like, ah, <laughs> it'd be better. <laughs> he was sitting back. Like, you know, it's a frisky magic. The four-game losing streak is to Charlotte, Detroit, Miami, and Orlando. And Miami hasn't been very good this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been great, even though they the, made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I'm going to give you guys six numbers. 37, 61, 37, 21, 18, 30. That is the game number that the Warriors suffered their sixth loss the six times they have made the NBA Finals. Now, the year that they were terrible, they suffered it in Game 8. And then the following year, the year that LeBron knocked him out in the play-in game with the three and Steph's eye, they had their sixth loss in Game 12. This year is Game 9. And here, by the way, they have six losses on the season. Uh, I think we have a graphic of all the teams in the league that have six or more losses. Ooh, that's a group you don't want to be in. So the Magic, who are tanking, the Nets, who are in disarray, the Pistons, who are tanking, the Rockets, who are tanking, and the Warriors. Noticeably absent from that graphic, the terrible Los Angeles Lakers, who have managed to not lose six games yet. So let's look at why, Brew, because Steph's been unbelievable. Steph's like 31-7-7. He has been rebounding well. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Yep. Clay and Draymond, a little bit worse than they were last year, both of them. It's Mm -hmm. early, but they're both a little bit worse. Pool is the same as last year. It's a little concerning. And those young guys, Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, done nothing. Nothing. And, ha- and, when they, and it's not because they haven't gotten chances. They got minutes right. and can't make the most of them. So I think it's fair to be concerned about the team that there were, you know, you know had its leader, <clears throat> Coldcock, a teammate, going into the year, and now are three and six. But it doesn't feel like a vibes thing. Yeah, I don't think it's because of the punch. It might be. Can I say on the vibes thing just very quickly? I feel like if it weren't for the Lakers' disaster and the Nets' just travesty, maybe we think it was a vibes thing. Maybe if every day on these shows people were like, oh, Warriors, what's wrong with them? And they were being asked, well, what's wrong with them? But because they've kind of been under the radar brew, maybe that's why we don't think it's a vibes thing. Look, I'm not – very concerned. All right. It's early. They're a team that's won, as you mentioned, multiple championships. And so Draymond wants to downplay motivation, but it can be hard to get up for early season games, particularly against bad teams, when you know it's all about May and June. 
All right. And you're older. And they, to your point, Nick, they are playing the younger guys. Should be easy for them to get or, off. I, right. Ideally, you're doing it to get them ready to go mm-hmm. on a championship run. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. The young guys have been disappointed. So my, I got two issues with what's going on there. The young boys, James Weissman, who I've liked I know, and, and I can, I've never yes. understood why you liked him. Well, I, the talent is there. Obviously, he's got the size. He's long. But, my goodness, give me some effort. <laughs> give me some play with he's some young, smarts. Man, he's still young. He really hasn't played since high school. Mm. I know. Which is why, why you Memphis. liked him so much. Well, but, again, potentially, and you're in a winning environment. Sure. If you're a winner, you're going to play well there. He hasn't done it. Kaminga's been disappointed. Moses Moody's been disappointed. They're starting now. You're right. And Clay, Poole hasn't taken a lead. Poole has not. I, I think Poole's playing a little worse than last year. Okay. Shooting about 31%, I think, from three. So he's – but I'm not really worried about Poole. Clay has – I know he got mad at Barkley for saying, you know, you're not what he used to. I think he got his feelings. Right. It's true. But it's yeah, that's true. fine. He hasn't – now, maybe he'll get there, but so far he hadn't been the same guy. And Draymond's not been quite the same. His assists and rebounds, the lowest they've been since their but, first championship no, season. So what teams so are they cooking got them issues. up. This is the issue. So, Steve Kerr said it was you. defense. Can we show the full screen hubs if we get a second? Points per game, dead last. Field goal percentage, 22nd. Well, there it is, defense. Three points. But that's 21st. where Draymond's act. So, so, listen, you've always said, when I've criticized Draymond, yep. you've not brought numbers. up the good point, he's not a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. So, evaluating is Draymond the same or worse or whatever than last year based on his points, rebounds, assists, not the way to do it. The way to do it is, how's that team's defense? Right. And that team, if the team's defense has fallen off a cliff, which is what you're and showing. And Clay's me, not the same that, defender either. Correct. And, and obviously, but he also wasn't last year. Clay, Fair. and so this is – and. This is that falls on Draymond. So I'm not saying Steph, all their struggles falls on Draymond, but that the, the defense, he's the defensive right. anchor, and the defense has been awful. That Steph falls and on Wiggins are playing great. That's it. Steph's playing like an MVP, except the team's right. terrible. And Wiggins, and Wiggins is playing, playing very, well. yeah. very. Yes, I know. All right, yeah. play. <laughs> Wiggins has been excellent. Can you say it? Thank you. Other story in California. Just keep. Did the Lakers lose, I'm out of them. mess around and fix Mr. Triple Double? Lake Show 2-1 with Russ coming off the bench. Here's Darvin Ham. Russ had a hell of a night, man. In the last three games, he's been phenomenal. Um, my One of my goals is, and selfishly, is to get him in a conversation for sixth man of the year at some point. And why not start now? That's nice. Not, also not selfish. Just yeah. smart and actually kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, so I listen, I think it is important that the Lakers win these games so they are not win as many games as they can so they are not out of it by the time they trade Russ. What what but, what? But I'm like what makes you think they're trading Russ? I mean, they've been trading. trying for months, Nick. Hold on. I'm not saying they're not willing You're to trade. You're not convinced or, you think there's a chance Russ finishes the year on the team? Definitely. He's been they were supposed to trade him, you know, months ago. No. They haven't been able to trade no, him, no, no. and now they've actually look. I'm, don't you I'm think they've say, chosen not to trade him to the Pacers? Well, no, you had deals yeah. to trade him probably for John John Wall, right? They had op- opportunities, but I'm saying I don't know that they're going to get a better opportunity, a better deal. And here's the thing, Russ Darvin Ham putting him on the bench. Let's see the statistics. Russell Westbrook has been very good. Off the bench. Look at this. Off the bench, You'll take the, the points are up. The rebounds are up. The assists are up. The, Look everything. At the, field goal the field goal percentage. And, and Nick, you, I know you watch them every night. The energy, and he's the happier. intensity, and by the his way, his attitude. Yes. All that's true. And and so I'm 
Look, their problem is add. You got to add more shooting. Right. Which how but are you Russell doing? Westbrook is doing. No, I'm not blaming itchy. Russ. I, listen, I think Russ has taken the demotion like well because it's not demotion. But see, it is don't a throw it out there as a guy that likes to see the Lakers win. Don't throw out demotion. That's right. No, that's he what may I'm saying. See and this that's and get said. upset. No, that's why I said it's call it a reassignment. Yeah. Okay. However, they they are untenable as a winning team. If you have to put Matt Ryan in the game when you need shooters. Oh, I, I thought Matt Ryan was. No, I mean, he's a great shooter, but he's not. There's a lot of good. There's great shooters at your local Y in Utica, but there's Ooh, not. Nice uh, I mean, the. <laughs> so I, they, they need to rework the, the roster in a way. Obviously, by the way, the Beverly acquisition's been a disaster. You're too down on okay. Pat. Yeah. He, he had a wonderful zero-point game. His biggest impact in their last win was calming Matt Ryan down when he was excited for the biggest moment of his life. Good leadership. But I just, de- you I'm, don't think he has anything to do with that defensive boost? No, I, I think that the defensive boost is that Anthony Davis right now, up to this point, has been the best defensive player in basketball. And he's, he's been, been playing great, every but game. it takes two the, to Can I, or at Almost every game. Can I just say this very quickly on the Russ thing? LeBron signed an extension this summer. It made no sense when it happened. Well, he removes his flexibility. Yeah. He, he doesn't need the guaranteed money. I didn't understand it. The only way that made sense was the deal was I will get, commit to you guys for another year if you guys will commit that those 27 and 29 draft picks are in play for the right trade. I believe okay. that was the agreement they made with sure. Palenka. So I think the reason they haven't traded Russ is because they're waiting to see what that best possible deal is going to be, knowing the Indiana deal probably isn't going anywhere. I have not even, until you just said it, opened my mind to the possibility that they're not trading him. Oh, yeah. The, it's, I mean, it's very possible. Why is he talking about six man right. a year? Darvin is sincere. I, I really totally don't believe agree. he's just lying. Well, they, can only Lakers win that? What does he mean trade him to? We're trading six man of the year. Oh, you think Darvin can... has? You're like, yeah. Yeah, he you know, has. Oh, on the Pacers. He goes you guys should elsewhere. He goes elsewhere. Oh, who knows? Triple double. I don't know. I think that Russ has put his trust in Darvin Ham, yes. and Darvin Ham feels responsibility. And, and Russ is playing well. Can we? And, and he got cheered it at. <laughs> Listen, the, I'm at upset the alert coming up at next. The oh, the hottest segment in sports. I'm, I'm happy excited about this. It's gonna be great. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to First Things First. It's 4 o'clock on a Friday. That means it's time for the hottest segment in all of sports television. Upset alert. Gerald McCoy joins us, but we're going to start with Brew, who is sneaky hot on upset Thank alert. Thank you, Wild. Sneaky hot. Well, part of that's because Brew keeps picking these two and a half. And that's okay. Don't dogs. let him get in your head. <laughs> Let's see if Brew has a real well, gutsy look, one this year. I, I am Wild thing. I feel like Clay Thompson. Because he's the step, you're the Steph Curry oh, of the upset you. alert. You get all the credit. Yeah, you got no, 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 Nick Fawns on you. Oh, Wilds is so great, upset That's alert. Great People in the streets calling yeah. you Mr. Upset Alert. But I've been pretty good you with my upset you're alert. Like Clay. More like Del Curry, I'd say. Like the older guy who no, wasn't quite Steph, as good as Clay, Clay. Vintage Clay. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, Atlanta. I like this. Over. I know it's not good for Tom Brady. 
But Atlanta over the Chargers. I love it. All right. I, I know Atlanta's up and down, but I think this is going to be an up. All right. I think they come out and they yeah. play with. And the Chargers, I'm just. I don't, I'm not impressed. I, totally agree. I, I don't like your boy it's Brandon Staley. That is not really it's safe. Safe. No, it's that doesn't matter. What? They are not favorite. No, but what, again, it's a If we want to put run. like a, a seven point, you have to be a seven no, point more underdog. Bro, I do pick. think this is, by the way, a smart pick. And I do think that the Chargers are just, they have like a hex put on them injury-wise. doesn't matter who their coach is. doesn't matter what year it is. Every year it's like who's the most <laughs> injured team in football, the three most injured team, and the Chargers are on there. They're as banged up now on offense they've right. been all year. Uh, so I, I think it's a smart pick. I, th- I think it's a cowardly pick for upset alone, but it's, I think it's a smart yeah. pick. It's I mean, there's no, there's no courage solid there. Pick. Go ahead. I have a better one. Let's hear it. You have a team who got a really good win last Thursday night in a city that I'm used to playing in, in the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, oh. But I do not think they will be as fortunate. Wow. Going down to Nolens. They will lose to the Saints. Wow. Yes, I'm saying it. I know as a Buccaneer, they say, why would you say the Saints will win anything? Well, I have to be real. I just have been being upset. Lamar, listen, Mark Andrews hasn't practiced all week. Okay. He just lost another receiver Bateman. in Bateman yep. for the That's year. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Okay. Now, I mean, all they're going to do is run the ball. Dennis Allen, now he knows this. The oh, offense that Alvin Kamara like hit his stride last week. Yeah. Yeah. They ended all the de- action. Listen, like the defense, yeah. Josh Jacobs was the second leading rusher until last week. Now he's fifth because that defense held him to 43 yards rushing. So now they can pinpoint, target in on this run game. I have the Ravens losing. Mm. Upset, I'm taking the Saints. Okay, it's going to be I, a big day for the NFC South. All right. Can I, can I say something? Yeah, Gerald. Prior to this week, I didn't think we knew each other that well. We've done a little work together. I've really enjoyed having you here. Thank you. I think you've been excellent. Thank you. This is the most cowardly of all cowardly upset alert picks. You're picking a home team that's... Underdogs by less than a field goal. No, that's not how what are we doing here? And you had no the nerve to talk that, about mine. There's no juice to that. Mine you, is better. This and mine by is the way, by the way, Baltimore is actually good. And the Saints are not good. And, and by exactly the way, right. Gerald, it also it, it's cowardly and it's gonna lose. At least Bruise is cowardly, but probably will win. Thank you. How Baltimore? I, I actually like it. I, I, I have an honest football question for you, though. Okay. After I insulted you that much. <laughs> Every once in a while, I turn my right. I'm like, I'm an insulting a rather large fellow. Let me try to. <laughs> uh, how much does the extra rest matter for Baltimore and Tampa? How much does we always talk about? Oh, they're on a mini buy. Mm. Like, how much does that actually matter as an advantage o- over the opposing team if you played the Thursday game the week before? I mean, it really helps if you're the better team. Okay. So that's why I feel like my pick is. <laughs> <laughs> you're a better team, and you got extra rest. I'm Let's just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. So right. upset. All right. Well, now we come to the moment that everyone has waited yes, for. Absolutely. It is time for the Puxatani Phil of football to make you his pick. Salvage this segment. Now, do you know why they call me the Puxatani Phil of football? Is it because I'm covered with fur and live in a log? No. <laughs> it's because I can predict the future. But because I've been so hot, so hot, and Brew, you've been mini hot. Like, like you said, I'm Steph, you're Clay. I am passing the ball and giving Brew my upset alert. So if this happens, Brew gets the credit wow. because I am a good teammate. All right. There well, you go, my you, friend. My you're yes, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'm supposed to read? Just read it verbatim. Okay. It's kind of the Patriots 
should be on upset alert what? against a self-inflicted, <laughs> self-inflicted loss. What is this guy talking about? <laughs> what is he talking about? This guy's lost his mind. What are you no, talking they, they about? Should, wilds, three things I'm worried about. What? Number one, <laughs> Dusty. Turnovers. I'm worried about turnovers. Uh-huh. I had a cold sweat nightmare what he did? He of Stephon Gilmore running back a pick six just like the Jets did last week. Okay. A little bit nerve-wracking there. You're worried about that? Yeah. I'm not worried. It's his pick, oh, not me. Well, we, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to think you, you have sabotaged me. No, I Number two, drive-killing penalties. Yeah, I'm not concerned great. about. That's true. That's a good point, though. Historically, the fewest penalties, but now just oh. middle of the pack. No, we'll be, they'll be okay, bro. That's a dumb stat, middle of the pack. <laughs> The dumb stat. The Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Patriots. Patriots. Okay? Yes. All right. Finally, the fans chanting for Bailey Zappi. They can't do that, dude. Right. You can't zap Max confidence. Yeah. That You know, some fair points. I don't think it's going to happen, bro, but some fair points that you're delivered there. <laughs> All right, Wilds, can we – I don't know if I like the way here? you set me no, up I, for that. He just couldn't get himself to say the words. This is the closest Wilds has ever come to abandoning Mac Jones. I'm not abandoning well, No, 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 no. You are. You no, I'm not going to let this moment pass. pass. I'm not like going to let this moment pass, America. This is important. Kevin Wilds has invested a massive amount of his sports media credibility into all Mac Jones hype. Pretty I don't want to say all of it, but a lion's share amount. of it. And now... Coming off Mac throwing another pick to the Jets and should have been a game-losing pick six if not for a very fortunate roughing the passer penalty. Yeah. You you have lost so much faith in him. No, I haven't. That you think the Bill Belichick Patriots might lose to Sam Ellinger and the Colts and no with no Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. No offensive coordinator either. You're, I, no, no. I, I'm, first of all, I didn't say any of that. Uh, <laughs> I think Mac Jones keeps throwing the ball to the other team. We went through it wow. last week. The pick six You're was erased winning. off the board. But, man, that was a pick six. Yes, it was. Th- that was a pick yes, six that we got bailed out on. Yes, you did. And if it happens in Foxborough, man, those zappy chants are going to go up again. Oh, yeah, they are. Would you feel better about this game if it were in Indy? A- Be honest. A hundred percent. I knew it. You're worried about the zappy chants. I'm very worried. Yeah. I'm very you worried. Bill lets a zappy chant affect what he does? No, uh, I think he's worried it affects how Mac affects plays. Max. Starts to press. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. He's a huge Mac fan. Yeah, that's no, not what but I know. Bill going to just snatch him out the game? Uh, it's happened before. That's I, not what I I'm thought not, was coming. I'm not worried, but I understand why you are. Okay. <laughs> All right, time for Nick's picks. Oh, Nick's picks. Oh, hey, guys. Wilds always talks about I'm the punk Sonny Phil. You know what Wilds isn't? Printing money. That's like I am three. Look at that. Three and oh last Ooh. week, America. Bringing our season record. Nice even 500. What are the nice. locks? I can't even read it. Too small on the screen. Doesn't matter. What I know is this. <laughs> the Niners. There's a no doubter. Washington, Taylor Heineke coming through in the waning moments. And I told you 10 and a half was too much. 11, yeah, 10 and a half was yep. too much against the Bills. Right. Yeah, it was 10. <laughs> uh, half point too much, America. Never it out. You know what's better than 3 and 0, though, Kevin Wilds? 6 and 0. 6 and 0, Let's you're go. right. Oh, we're going to get above 500 on the year. We're going to hit the home stretch rolling. Pick number one. Seattle getting points against Arizona. So I get the better team. I get the better quarterback in their first matchup of the season. Mm. Arizona scored 
three offensive points? Give me a break. Seattle's not only going to win outright, they're going to win outright by more than a touchdown. I'd have taken Seattle minus two and a half. You're giving me a point and a half against Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Terra- Vegas, shame on you for allowing this free money there. Seahawks plus one and a half. Like it. Next one. Brew, when you include this in upset alert, it's cowardly. When you include it in your picks, it's sharp betting. <laughs> Falcons, three-point <laughs> home underdogs? What I'll are we talking about? The Atlanta. Okay, so the Chargers have to go cross-country. They have no Keenan Allen. They have no Mike Williams. They have no kicker. Their tight ends hurt. Everyone's hurt. They're going cross-country, and they're favored on the road in Atlanta? It's outrageous. Atlanta recognizes they got they stole one last week. They're going to be focused. Plus three, they went outright as well. And then not only my lock of the week, my lock of the Let's year. Go. Lock of the year. Tampa Bay wow. minus two and a half against the Rams. Wow. Minus two and a half. They're in Tampa. When I saw this line initially, I was like, oh, the game's in L.A. It's not America. It's in Tampa. So the Rams now have to go cross-country. The Rams have the number 32 ranked uh, per-play offense in football. Have to deal with that Bucks defensive front, who I had a former All-Pro told me is very motivated this week, thanks to some sideways comments by Warren Sapp. A very sharp-dressed man told me that, and he has inside information. Tampa's going to roll. All three of those teams went out, right? All three of them covered the spread, Great and we pick. go 6-0, and oh, buddy. I'm so confident. Wilds, here's $500 of my money Woo! for you to bet on those it's games. actually six, there you remember, go. and if it's 500 because I gave Nick this money prior to the second <laughs> okay. six here. I played He's along with your stupid bit. Yeah, but you couldn't just let it counter. seem like I'm giving you money. Hey, I think you're back, though, in a major I'm way. I'm obviously you're back. way back. I'm obviously back. Coming up next, Allen Mahomes for MVP, even though it's actually Jalen Hurts. Next on First Things First. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, two huge favorites this weekend. Bills, 11.5 point favorite at the Jets. Titans, 11.5 point underdogs at Kansas City. More likely to take control of the MVP race on Sunday. Gerald McCoy joins us. Gerald, Allen or Mahomes? Now let me take a deep breath. Okay. I had the wolf side for a second. You know, when you come into somebody else's house, yeah. they're supposed to, you know, show you. I'm from the South, so we get Southern hospitality. It's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Nick disrespected me. I understand it's his house. <laughs> I was going to drag him in the street after no. the show, but after I'm going to refrain because no, he apologized by picking the bucks. You got to apologize by picking the bucks. So me in the we're good. Let's not get crazy here. So dragging people in the street. So. We're not going to praise Josh Allen for doing what everybody expects. Eh, it's the Jets. Whatever. Yikes. It's the Jets. Yeah. You know. So I think he plays well. He keeps control. But I feel like Mahomes' win, it'll be a little bit better, especially they got a new weapon. He hasn't played it forever. If Mahomes can somehow miraculously heal Tony's hamstring and get oh, him for playing. over 100 yeah. yards. Over a hundred yards? Hey, oh, I don't listen. That'll be, hey, listen, that's what I'm saying. If he somehow could do that, out of this guy ain't played in 75 years, came and get to practice, <laughs> and his first game can get him over a hundred yards, that's a pretty big deal. 
Hmm. It is to me. So it sounds like the impeccably dressed and very smart and very kind and would never drag anyone in the street, Gerald McCoy, yes. thinks it's Patrick Mahomes. And he, of course, is correct. And it is because of football reasons and narrative reasons. The football reasons are very simple. Titans' pass defense stinks. And that's despite the fact that other than Josh Allen, they've played bad quarterbacks. Played Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, who's not bad, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger, and Davis Mills. And yet, despite that, they have given up the fifth most passing touchdowns. They're, they, they're giving up a pass rating of 97, so it's a bad pass defense. Meanwhile, the Jets, the thing they do the best is get after the passer and, and uh, defend the pass. I think Sauce Gardner is in the argument already to be the best corner in football mm-hmm. eight games into his career. But that's football-wise. Narrative-wise, it's very simple. Nobody's going to be watching Bill's Jets. Stuck at 1 o'clock in not a national game, everyone's going to be watching Chiefs Bills, especially if the World Series ends in six. It's the national TV game, Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico on the call, and Mahomes off a bye, Andy Reid 20-3 and three in his career off a bye, a Titans team that he once lit on fire in an AFC championship game after falling down 10 points. There is, to me... I think Josh Allen, I think both teams win, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think the Bills win. Maybe they blow them out, maybe they don't. I could see it being a lower-scoring game, both teams leaning on their defense. I think Mahomes scores 35 points in this football game. And so I think it's definitely Patrick You make some great points, but I think Josh Allen's going to be great. All right? Uh, And I didn't say as always, but um, (laughs) that's why I noted it because it was strange. But (laughs) But look, I know Tennessee doesn't defend the pass well, but you know what they do do? Well, they run the ball, and they've been great lately. Obviously, they got a five-game win streak, but at time of possession. So you're saying they're going to ball out of Mahomes? Yeah, that's what they're going to try to do, and they got the big D hen to do it. So. I think – and I think they're a pretty good team, too. I think Kansas City wins, but I think it's closer than people expect. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands to the degree they can, and I think Josh Allen has the better. But there's something we're not talking about. And me as a defensive lineman, I pay attention to defensive lineman quotes. Jeffrey Simmons might have given Kansas City's O-line a little extra motivation. Ooh. He said, we've watched these guys. We know who they are, and I feel pretty good we could go have a big day against these guys. Oh, remember the last guy last who said that? I was going to say Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett said it. I'm just saying. You're big on the motivation. You're big on bulletin You, know, you just material. call people out, and then you call out them, of yeah. all people? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm, we, like, listen, you might think you have a bad, uh, great day you're going to have, but you forgot who we have behind us. I, I'm just saying. I, I love him. But I'm just saying. Do you think that? Uh, the Kadarius Tony argument is the key to. If I'm going to restart, Josh Allen and Mahomes are here, right? They're just both like we're looking for some separation. Do you think Mahomes unlocking Kadarius Tony all of a sudden, like, man, this guy is so good, he just took someone oh, to brand that'll new. That'll help the narrative. It'll help because I think but we're in a narrative how conversation. Good Tony is if yeah. he stays on the. Oh, field. I don't think That's they the, do. No, no. no. People, I don't anybody he, thinks Tony. People is are, really. No, yeah, yeah. I've, been hearing, for, I've been hearing so. major really? praise of Kadarius Tony. The criticism I've heard is he can't get on What's the field because he's There's hurt. no favorite highlight, though. Yeah. I need to see something. I mean, he had, he had one great game against the Saints Maybe, his rookie uh, year. I've been well, I guess the league. But he's hurt all But the, time. the league told us he's not worth a one top 100 pick. 
The Chiefs got him for a end of the third, a compensatory third. So what will end up being like the 110th pick of the draft is what they got him for. So it's not like he was a sought after. Chase Claypool went for more. A lot, you know, everyone traded the deadline seemingly went for more. I do think that if all of a sudden Gadarius Tony, and I don't think he's going to have a lot of plays this weekend, I do think they might use him as a punt returner and place this guy more. Mm-hmm. But if he were to come in and have an instant impact, then of course people would be like, man, Tyreek Hill might have a 2,000-yard exactly season. Right. Mahomes oh. lost him. All of a sudden, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, who was up until this year the artist formerly known as Juju Smith-Schuster, and Kadarius Tony are out here making plays. I do think that helps Mahomes' case. The other thing that helps his case, everyone knows the best player in football and has been for five years and hasn't won the award in four years. Oh, it's a little right. annoying. It's a little annoying. It's a little. He's right. Hey. He's still. He's still angry. That's all right. Hey, Gerald. More first. Good first. seeing you, my friend. <laughs> Gerald. <See> you, <laughs> <laughs> you were good. Four minutes left. Start off with Nick's NBA medals. Guy who didn't make the medals, even though he had two dunks. Draymond. You know why? They lost to the Frisky Magic. Not good enough to make the medal stand. Nick, who did it better? Only two Turn games in the clock. NBA last night. And the biggest performances were by guys on losing teams. So begrudgingly, few medals go to guys who lost last night. Bronze medal, Steph Curry. Wasn't his fault they lost this game. 39 and 9, including 8 of 15 from 3. One of the remarkable things about Steph is going 8 of 15 from 3 doesn't even raise an eyebrow anymore when it would have been prior to him coming into the league. One of the greatest three-point shooting nights anybody has ever had. Silver medal. I think this player's first ever medal in his young career, Jalen Suggs. 26, 9, and 4 for Jalen Suggs in a shocking, I will call it shocking win for the formerly Frisky Magic over the Golden State Warriors. And our first of the year, a gold medal and a loss from a guy who was playing at an all-NBA level, SGA. 37, 4, and 3 for the... Frisky Thunder? Not really. They actually kind of stink against the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets got the win. Sorry. Why don't you give it to the Joker? He had 10 turnovers. Aaron Gordon was the best player on that team. If they had Gordon last year, they'd have been... Oh, they did have him last year. You're Sorry. giving it to... No. I mean, he had 23, 10, and 10 with 10 turnovers. But if I ever gave LeBron a medal... When he had 10 turnovers and beat the Thunder, you would have roasted It's him. never happened? So don't, no, never. All I've never given a medal to someone. Dusty, check the, I've ne- the I'm sorry that I want to give SGA some check love. Check the My butt client. Is he? Yeah, talk to Rich. They just were on the phone. Uh, biggest headline, Monday morning will be what? I thought he was a clutch client. He might be. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't follow that stuff like you do. Okay. I just give him partial analysis. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm first? Yeah, you're first. I don't think I'm first. I think I Bruce think I'm first. first. Bruce. All right, look. I, I caught flack for it last week, so I'm bringing it back. Falcons flurry. No. Oh, no. Falcons flurry. No, no I, I, okay. I'm just kidding. It would have been good because they are going to win. Okay. I got an even better one. Okay. Falcons <laughs> unplugged oh, that's Chargers. Good. That's good. You like that? That's the old newspaper guy. Yes, yes. I actually you like Falcons that one. unplugged the Chargers. Yeah, yes. we get it. All the tabloids out there, you can use no, that when tabloid. it happens. You can use it when it happens. What, what tabloids? Yeah, it, it, the post in the Daily Keeps News. Three times? <laughs> I don't know if they'll highlight the Falcons, but hey, maybe it'll be a bad day okay. for the Jets. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Rams-Bucks game. Yeah. Headline's going to be, need them picks. The Rams oh, are about to oh, give oh. 
I believe a top six pick away because they traded it away. I forget who has their pick this year. They've traded so many ways. The Lions. Top six pick to the Lions. It's part of the Matt Stafford deal. So I think that the Rams people are going to realize this team is not in a slump. They are not any good, and because of how they have built this team, they don't have much of a path forward. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the headline there. Stop, you know, scouting future Patriots and then laughing at them. When oh my God, up. Cole Strange was a bad pick, and he's been a bad player. They were right about great that. pick. Great pick. <laughs> hey, uh, mine is going to be. Similar to last week, Mac oh. is back again. Is this going to be every week? Well, I'm done. I mean, come you know, on. you doubted them in the upset alert. alert. But guess what? <laughs> so Mac Jones is job, back. Buddy. Now, granted, he so threw bad. a kind of pick six, but guess what? Can't he got be. men in black. Bring. Got just Can a race. Go no. Sure. What do you want to say? This is foolishness. Mac Flurry, don't worry. Enjoy that. Enjoy it's, that. Don't worry, everybody. It's me, Kevin Wilde, the last Mac Jones supporter on the planet Earth. <laughs> this is how it feels sometimes, but I'm willing to stand with you, Mac.